This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 109, another Wisdom Wednesday. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello everyone, MC Lobster here and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja Wisdom Wednesday. In today's episode, I'm going to look at the lessons we can learn from the financial literature classic, George S. Klassen's Richest Man in Babylon. In 1926, George S. Klassen published a series of pamphlets written in parables that was set in the ancient city of Babylon. The book became known as The Richest Man in Babylon and has become a classic in financial literature. This is one of the books that have had a profound impact on me personally and one of the foundational educational resources for anyone that wants to increase their financial IQ and build wealth. If you have not read this book, you can download a free copy at CashflowNinja.com along with Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich and the science of getting rich from Wallace Waddles. Please share your feedback and thoughts with me on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja, one word, all capitalized, to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. Have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start or how to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit JoinOps Properties at joinopsproperties.com. Globally, coffee is a $90 billion industry, and International Coffee Farms offers a sustainable income opportunity through offshore sustainable agriculture. You can own a parcel of your very own cash-flowing specialty coffee farm in Panama. For more information on this income opportunity, you can download your free report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. Listeners of the Cashflow Ninja can also grab a free audio book download from Audible when you try Audible for 30 days. You can grab your free audio book download at cashflowninjabook.com. There are so many great lessons in this book. And one of my favorite pieces of the book is the five laws of gold. The five laws of gold are the following. Gold cometh gladly an increasing quantity to any man will put by not less than one-tenth of his earnings to create an estate for his future and that of his family. Gold laboreth diligently and contentedly for the wise owner who finds it for profitable employment multiplying even as the flocks of the field. Gold clingeth to the protection of the cautious owner who invests it under the advice of men wise in its handling. Gold slippeth away from the man who invests it in businesses or purposes with which he is not familiar or which not approved by those skilled in his keep. And gold flees the man who would force it to impossible earnings 
or who followeth the alluring advice of tricksters and schemers, or who trusts it to his own inexperience and romantic desires in investment. And besides the five laws of gold, the seven cures for a lean purse was also one of my favorite parts. And the seven cures for a lean purse are the following. Start thy purse to fattening. Control thy expenditures. Make thy gold multiply. Guard thy treasures from loss. Make of thy dwelling a profitable investment. Ensure a future income and increase thy ability to earn. Back to the five laws of gold. The first lesson that is so important to learn from the five laws of gold is paying yourself first. This is so crucial for anyone that wants to build sustainable, lasting wealth. You will never, ever build lasting wealth if you do not live by this principle. The government, banks, and financial institutions and corporations want your money. We've already discussed this in previous episodes, and it's not a secret. But I will keep repeating this over and over because I want you to really understand this. Before the 1940s, taxpayers who owed federal income taxes paid them the following year in quarterly installments. The financial burdens of World War II then forced the government to raise more revenue more frequently throughout the year. As the federal budget rose tenfold during the war from approximately $9 billion in 1940 to $98 billion in 1945, Congress passed a law called the Current Tax Payment Act in 1943 to solve this problem. The government got paid from then on before you did on your production. In 1980, Ted Benner noticed that the rules established in the Revenue Act of 1978 made it possible for employers to establish simple tax advantage savings accounts for their employees. The term 401k refers to the Section 401k of the Internal Revenue Code. If you are an employee, the government got paid from your production before you did from 1943 after the enactment of the current Tax Payment Act. And after 1980, banking and financial institutions and Wall Street got paid before you did as money was transferred into qualified retirement plans before you even received a single cent of your earnings. So think about this. If you're employed, you're already paying your government and banking and financial institutions before you see a single cent. The person that owns you gets paid first. Make sure it's you. Pay yourself at least 10% of every single cent that comes into your personal and business economy. Now, I've shared strategies utilizing the infinite banking concept of how to capture a percentage of every single cent that comes into your own economy. In episode 103, Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott shared how the money that they pay out in property taxes every year can be turned into a cash-flowing asset because they paid themselves first with the money before they paid the government. Just think about it. Their property taxes of their real estate portfolio is around $100,000 per year. So if they just paid property taxes out like everyone else does by setting up an escrow account in a bank and then have that bank send a check to pay the property taxes, they would in 30 years have paid out over $3 million 
and have nothing to show for it. They paid themselves first, period. Some of my favorite quotes in the book regarding this lesson is, if you have not acquired more than a bare existence in the years since we were youths, it is because you have either failed to learn the laws that govern the building of wealth or else you do not observe them. And a part of all I earn is mine to keep. Say it in the morning when you first arise. Say it at noon. Say it at night. Say it each hour of every day. Say it to yourself until the words stand out like the letters of fire across the sky. Pay yourself first. Controlling thy expenditures is the second lesson that comes after paying yourself first that is extremely important. Now, we have discussed Parkinson's law in the show before, and we explained Parkinson's law by talking about how a rise in your income leads to a rise in your expenses that meet or exceed that increase in your income. So the more money we make, the more we spend, and sometimes we spend more than what we make. So you'll never create and build wealth if you cannot control your spending and your expenditures. The second rule of gold, gold laboreth diligently and contently for the wise owner who finds it for profitable employment, multiplying even as the flocks of the field. After you're paying yourself first and you're now saving 10% of the money that comes into your personal or business economy and you've controlled your expenditures, you now have to multiply the money that you've saved and captured in your own personal and business economy. You have to first capture that wealth, then cash flow it, and then multiply it. You have to make your money work for you and find as many uses for every single dollar in your personal economy. I've discussed strategies on previous shows of how you can have your money grow predictably and compound without the wealth destroyers like taxes and fees compounding at the same time, and then also leveraging those same dollars to go and invest in other assets that generates cash flow. As stated in the book, put each coin to work so that it may reproduce its kind even as the flocks of the field and help bring to you more income, a stream of wealth that will flow constantly into your purse. In episode 25 with Mr. G. Edward Griffin, we have spoken about the global monetary system and also the Federal Reserve System. We discussed how money is no longer money. It's currency, and to be more accurate, it is fiat currency. And a currency has to keep moving. So to combat inflation, you have to keep multiplying your wealth. That is what the wealthy individuals and families are doing as well as banking and financial institutions and corporations, which these days basically run their business, leveraging debt like hedge funds. So while Joe Sixpack and Cheryl Chardonnay park their money and have it destroyed by taxes, inflation and fees, the professionals and the wealthy keep moving their money and keep multiplying it. Another lesson from the book that also ties in to multiplying your money is ensure a future income. Now, I've spoken before that the only way that you can have financial security in the information age is through 
creating multiple streams of income across different asset classes that generates monthly income every single month. And that is, of course, following the cash flow approach instead of the accumulation philosophy and approach that have been followed by the majority of people. You're listening to the Cashflow Ninja podcast with MC Lobsher. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. International Coffee Farms is a real estate-based specialty coffee farm ownership opportunity. You can own deeded, half-acre parcels in title, already operating specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama. They are turnkey managed professionally on your behalf by a team of local experts with sustainable average income of 12% and with cash flow beginning in 12 to 15 months from the date of your parcel ownership. International Coffee Farms' mission is to own and operate specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama that are economically, environmentally, and socially sustainable. As part of this mission, 20% of the gross profits of each farm goes towards a socially sustainable fund to improve the lives of the coffee farm workers and their families. International Coffee Farms currently owns and operates eight specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama, with parcels available for immediate ownership. To find out how you can become a parcel owner, you can download your free income opportunity report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. You're listening to the Cashflow Ninja podcast with MC Lobsher and now back to our show. The third law of gold is gold clingeth to the protection of the cautious owner who invests it under the advice of men wise in its handling. Build a solid team of trusted advisors around you that advise you in every area of your life. If you're the smartest person that is advising yourself, you are in big, big trouble. Here's the one piece of advice that I'm going to give you from personal experience. Finding advisors in tax planning, estate planning, your asset protection advisor, mortgage broker or lender, or any of the areas that you have identified as an area that you need counsel on is like dating. And I'm not talking about dating on Tinder or all these other dating apps. You're going to have to go on a lot of dates and speak to a lot of advisors in each field. In my experience, people are very, very lazy and just settle on the first person that they talk to in the field that they're looking at or that was referred to them from a family member. Interview at least three to five people for every team member that you have identified that you want or need as part of your team. And in order to implement and execute the strategy that you wish to implement and execute. And of course, this is a list of three to five people that you have identified after doing research online or have called people in your network asking for referrals. You definitely need to find advisors that also know what you're trying to do. For instance, I would have every advisor that you want to bring on to your team read Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki or even The Richest Man in Babylon. If they have not read it and think that you're funny for getting them a book to read, they are not the people that should be on your team. They are not the people that you, you should invest another second with, and it's really as simple as that. If your tax advisor, for example, or your CPA will not read Tom Wheelwright's book, Tax-Free Wealth, move on and find someone that will. Another area to look at is, are their values and principles aligned with yours? Do they have the same mindset, like a mindset of abundance? Do they keep investing in themselves, and are they lifelong learners? 
what value do they provide besides advising you on the area of their expertise? And this is key, is the advice that they're providing you on their area of expertise, the only thing that they're offering, are they helping to educate you and increase your knowledge in the field that they're operating in, or are they just selling and billing you? There's a big difference between sales pitches and educating you and providing you with a comprehensive understanding of the topic or area so that you can make an informed decision. You cannot fly like an eagle if you're surrounded by ducks. It's really as simple as that. And I really cannot overstate how important it is where and from who you're getting your advice from. The other area that is so important to understand is that you are the leader of the team and you are in charge. Do not let your advisors lead you. You have to lead your advisors. You're in charge of your life and you are responsible for going after your goals and the vision that you have for yourself and your life. The fourth law of gold is gold slippeth away from the man who invests it in businesses or purposes with which he is not familiar or which are not approved by those skilled in his keep. Never invest a single cent into something that you do not understand and have no knowledge of. Warren Buffett did not invest in Facebook because he doesn't understand social media and technology. If you invest into something that you are not knowledgeable in or don't have a lot of knowledge about, you have to have a person that is jockeying this investment that is an expert with a sound track record. I'm not an expert in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency startups, but someone like Roger Veer, for example, is. He has a track record as a Bitcoin angel investor, so much so that he's known as the Bitcoin Jesus. So if someone like him is involved or putting the deal together, you have a much better chance of success. The fifth law of gold is gold flees the man who would force it to impossible earnings or who followeth the alluring advice of tricksters and schemers who trusts it to his own inexperience and romantic desires and investment. This is one of the most important lessons I think of the book. Sometimes doing nothing is the best investment play. In episode 100, Robert Kiyosaki said he was not investing in anything right now and sitting on the sideline. Don't force something and put money into investment because you feel you need to. This is, of course, driven by emotions. And emotional intelligence and high emotional IQ is one of the biggest assets, in my opinion, you can have as an investor. Right now, we have almost every asset class that is extremely overvalued by every metric and calculation possible. And there's a ton of uncertainty in the global economy and market, especially with Brexit coming up, the Trump presidency in the United States, and of course, upcoming elections in France and the Netherlands that could determine the future of the European Union. So definitely is a time for caution and preservation of capital, and it's also a fantastic time to save up a bullet fund to capitalize on opportunities as they present themselves in the future. I would also say be very, very careful of your emotions because there are snake oil salesmen out there that will capitalize on your emotions. We definitely think in terms of extremes, especially in the United States, we romanticize building wealth and our imagination sometimes creates fantasies of someone that has amassed this fortune 
uh, thinking it was a hot stock tip or quitting their job and creating and building the next Facebook and so forth. Wealthy individuals and families that have really built sustainable legacy wealth through our generations are really, really disciplined and have created systems and processes and strategies that help them to implement their plans and their strategies through our generations. Other lessons in the book, guard thy treasures from loss. Wealthy people do not take on any risks that they cannot transfer through protective strategies like insurance. They know how to protect their downside and they have strategies in place managing their risk in every area of their life. Increase the ability to earn another lesson, and we've talked on the show many, many times how wealthy people know what their biggest and best investment is, themselves. Just like they pay themselves first, they invest in themselves before they invest in any other vehicle outside of themselves. They know that they are their greatest and best asset above anything else. People always look for areas outside themselves and their own businesses to invest. But the truth is the best return that you will ever generate is the investment in yourself and your own business. By constantly investing in yourself and just increasing the value that you provide to the world, it will allow more value to flow back into your life. Another lesson is tracking your wealth, of course. You have to know where you are and where you're going. And we cannot improve in areas and things that we cannot track or measure. So by constantly measuring and tracking our wealth to see if we're on track for our targets and our goals, we can make adjustments and improve our strategies and focus on the areas that's driving most of our success and our growth. One of my favorite quotes from the book is, Perhaps it's some secret we might learn if we but sought from those who knew. And that is why I love to do this podcast and have amazing cash flow ninjas on the show to learn from because I can learn from those who knew. That's our show for today, everyone. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cash Flow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life. So if there's any way that I can provide more value to you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They have designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal-making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing to turnkey investments in the cash-flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit joinopsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. Coffee is a proven product and a $90 billion industry worldwide. Through international coffee farms, you have a chance to own and operate your own half-acre parcels in a specialty coffee farm in Panama, professionally turnkey managed for you. You can download your coffee farm ownership opportunity report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. That's our show for today. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher. 
the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.